ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Thursday, October 15th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer coming up on the program today. Uh, we're going to hear from the play-by-play announcer for Louisiana Tech, Dave Nitz. He's going to join us, and we'll talk to him about the upcoming matchup between Marshall and La Tech. It's coming up on Saturday. The herd traveling to Ruston, Louisiana. That is going to be a adventure for the herd because this game has not been played in Ruston between Marshall and and Louisiana Tech since way before we mostly were all born. So it's going to be exciting for the herd. Of course, getting to go to a new place. Uh, The only bad thing about it, though, is travel restrictions. Uh, Well, not really travel restrictions, but more of capacity restrictions. Not as many herd fans are going to be able to make the trip and be in person, rust him, and see this game. Of course, social distancing and everything that is uh, taking place right now. So uh, kind of a a different game, a different flavor. Usually you get to go to a new destination if you're a Herd fan. You're excited. You get to go somewhere new. And I think that can be said for any college football program. Anytime you get to go to a new place to play a football game, get to see a new school, get to see a, a new place, you know, you're pretty excited about that. So hopefully uh, this series will continue. Of course, it's uh, Conference USA making the schedule with the crossover games, and hopefully this will be back on the schedule sooner than later. We're going to get into all of that with Dave a little bit later on. Also, the American Athletic Conference making the announcement today that Cincinnati and Tulsa, that game has been postponed due to positive COVID-19 cases at Cincinnati. So there will be quarantining. Student-athletes are being quarantined. This game was set for Saturday. It's going to be rescheduled to Saturday, December 5th. Of course, you're building some flexibility into your schedule, Conference USA, making that announcement yesterday that some flexibility has been put into the schedule between the last regularly scheduled game and when the championship game will be played because, well, there are going to be some opportunities there to make up some games. Marshall, Rice, that's one that comes to mind. And, again, if I'm using them as an example, if FAU can't go, if they can't play, then you would have to reschedule that game as well. So there's some flexibility in the schedule. And I don't know if you can just go ahead and say, you know, well, use that time to get ECU on the schedule because ECU might have to reschedule some games as well. You don't know. So the flexibility being put in place just for, I'm thinking, I don't know if it's limited to, but I would believe you're doing this for conference games. Get those conference games in. Those are more important. And, of course, if Marshall goes undefeated, beats everyone in the East Division, going to be in the championship game, and more than likely Marshall would play host. Again, you got to go undefeated to probably pull that one off. It's not Hard to imagine Marshall being able to do that, but we'll see. We'll get a real challenge with Louisiana Tech, and, of course, that's coming up on Saturday. We're going to talk to the voice of the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs when we continue on with the program. Of course, 
We're going to get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Also, we're going to try to figure out what the new postseason guidelines are going to mean for high school athletics in the state of West Virginia. The WVSSAC releasing its guidelines for postseason play. Now, you've got the magic map, the map that is the one that rules them all. And so according to the guidelines, schools that are in counties that are in green, yellow, and gold on the Saturday map are eligible to participate in postseason play. So you've got to be in one of those three colors to be able to be eligible. If you're in the gold counties, you have to compete against schools in green, yellow, or gold for postseason So that's good. That's what they're saying. Schools in gold counties may compete against schools in green, yellow, and gold for postseason. If you're in the orange on the Saturday map, you're not eligible to participate in football, soccer, and volleyball postseason. These are high to moderate risks, according to the National Football High School Association. Um, Cross-country teams and sideline cheer. In Orange counties may participate in postseason if they receive a negative COVID test within seven days of the start of contest. I I would bring that down a little bit. That's just me. I would think you would want to maybe make that four or five days. I understand maybe the cushion you're putting that in place because it might be difficult to get the test and get the results back, but that's considered a lower-risk sport. Okay, so I can see where the guidelines would follow that. Now, schools and counties red on the Saturday map are not eligible to participate in postseason play, um, as well as a county verified as red during the week. So if you're in the red and you're not playing, if you're in the gold, yellow, and green, you're going to be in okay shape. Counties in green, yellow, and gold may host a postseason contest. And spectator attendance for postseason contests will be capped at 20% of the faculty's the facility's capability. Spectator attendance for postseason contests capped at 20% of the facility's capacity. So that's what those look night, and we'll see what it looks like here in the next few weeks. And of course, yeah, schools are scrambling to get as many games in as possible. Schools are trying to get contests and. The schedule's been so flexible. This isn't going to be a, a normal year for high school football. I'm not saying it's going to invalidate the champion. It's just not going to be a normal year. And the journey for these schools to get to the championship is going to be a little different than we're all used to. We're going to talk Marshall and Louisiana Tech when we continue. Later on, we'll get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And I want to remind you that we're brought to you in part by FanDuel Sportsbook. And right now, you can take advantage of the same game parlay where you can buy multiple bets from one game into a single parlay. That means bigger payouts if you win. FanDuel will refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to $10 so you can bet a different parlay risk-free every NFL week all season long. How about that? So you get basically a do-over. That's pretty cool. Get a do-over. You make your bet. If it doesn't hit, you got a second chance. You, You get that to do it again. That's pretty cool. 
Now, the Colts are favored by eight points against the Bengals this Sunday. You know me. I'm taking the Bengals. I don't care. Eight points, uh, that's one of the bets you can make. You can go and look at the app right now and see all of the different parlays and everything you can put together. But you want to use promo code SWAN when you sign up so they know I sent you. That is important. You have to do that. Now, you got to be 21 or older, president in West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Refunds are issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. The max refund is $10. So there will be some terms that apply. So check the website out. Read it all over. Gambling problem? You want to call 1-800-GAMBLER in West Virginia. You want to visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. Coming up on Saturday, Marshall making the trip to Ruston for the first time in, let's put it this way, I wasn't born, and it's been a long time since Marshall's had to make that trip. And I know a lot of Herd fans disappointed that they can't make the trip. And to tell us a little bit more about what, well, what you could have expected on a game day is the longtime voice of Louisiana Tech, Dave Nitz. He's with us now on the program. And, and Dave, I know a lot of Herd fans are disappointed. This is a, a destination that not many Marshall fans have checked off their list yet as far as getting to go to a game there. I guess not. Uh, I guess, you know, you've been down here for, for basketball, but not football. Herd fans love their football. This would have been a great trip for the majority of Herd fans who, who love to travel with the football team, but instead uh, not getting the opportunity to do so. What are Herd fans missing? What would a game day atmosphere be like? And, of course, I'm sure it's completely different now uh, with all the precautions and everything that's being uh, put in place uh, due to the pandemic. Well, you know, during the regular time, it would be, you know, what we call tailgate alley. Uh, you know, they always invite the opposing uh, fans to come enjoy some of the Louisiana cooking and all that kind of stuff that, you know, that uh, people enjoy down here. So, you know, they'll miss that. And, uh, you know, and I think the weather, too, probably a little bit warmer than it is up there. I don't know what I'm looking temperature here. Eh, 64, 65 right now. Probably be probably around 70 degrees at game time tomorrow evening or Saturday evening, I think. We've had a little bit of light mist of rain, but uh, I think it's it's getting ready to go away. So we're it should be a dry night, and uh, weather should be fine. People would enjoy that. I mean, it's just uh, what we call a typical fall evening. I mean, maybe a little warmer than what you expect up in, in that area. I know because I grew up in that area, so I know, I know what the falls can turn into – Kind of chilly nights. Dave Nitz is joining us. He's the longtime play-by-play announcer for Louisiana Tech. You've been doing this so long, Dave. How long have you been doing this now? Because they're naming stuff after you now. You're in Hall of Fame. So uh, that means you've been around doing it for a long time. I guess that's the only reason I get things named, Dave, because you, after you've been around a while. And how long I'm going to keep going, I don't know. I keep going as long as they'll keep me, I guess. Uh, this is my 46th year. I've I've always set my goal at 50 years, but I don't know if I'll make it that far or not, but we'll see. But uh, right now, you know, I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. That was going to be my next question. Is it still fun for you? And, of course, obviously, it sounds like it is. Uh, You're still ready to go. I am. You know, I've always told people 
my dad worked at the nickel plant there in Huntington, and uh, I think he worked there 35 years, and I saw him come home, you know, tired and dirty every night, and I said, I don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up. It's not going to be doing that. And, uh, you know, ended up getting into radio, and uh, I've enjoyed my... Well, I actually have been in radio for about 58 years now, but uh, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed my stay. You've been doing it a long time for Louisiana Tech, and of course, during this week is probably the only time that a lot of people bring up, "Oh, hey, Dave, he he's he's from here." And of course, you're a Louisiana <laughs> boy now. You've been there so long. Uh, you grew up here, but you're a Louisiana boy. Well, you know, you say that, but I've I've always said that. Uh, <clears throat> I can. I still consider West Virginia's home. I grew up in the Milton area, and uh, you know, I just uh, I've always considered myself. Matter of fact, uh, my ringtone on my cell phone is almost heaven, West Virginia. <laughs> People hear that and they look at me. Why do you get that for? And I said, Well, that's where I grew up. I grew up in West Virginia, and so I I still consider that home. I really do. I went to I went to high school there in Milton. I went to Fairmont State, and of course ended up getting my degree at Louisiana Tech, but, uh, you know, where you go to high school and grade school, junior high, I think you always consider that as home wherever you may end up. So other than changing the ring tone this week, you're not doing that. Uh, the, the only thing here is you're going to be rooting for Louisiana Tech, uh, but you're still a West Virginia boy, and, and I'm sure that makes it fun for you seeing how successful Marshall's been getting to work for a program like Louisiana Tech. This game's pretty much a big deal on Saturday between two of the best teams in Conference USA this season. Well, it, you know, it could be, and I've, I've told other people, I said, you know, this could be a preview of the championship game come December. I don't know. I mean, uh, we still have a long ways to go. I think Marshall has kind of a shortened season. I think I saw where I think they're only going to play eight games. We're going to play 11, end up playing 11. Uh, whether we play Rice or not, nobody knows what's happening down there, but I know y'all have lost a game with Rice, and I don't know if we'll – we're supposed to play Rice at, at our place, I think, the last weekend of October. So who knows what's going to happen there. But right now we're scheduled to play 11 games. Uh, we were scheduled to play 12. We lost – didn't play – wasn't able to play Baylor or Vanderbilt or UNLV. That was three games we lost. We had uh, – we lost another one A team. We did – we're able to uh, get another one A team, so to speak, I guess is what you call the – uh, FCS, uh, we got Houston Baptist in there, and it was a home game. But other than that, you know, it's uh, still a long ways to go for us as far as the conference season because we've had we've played Southern Miss. We won that game at their place. We have Marshall this weekend. Next weekend we go to San Antonio to play UTSA. We still have to go to North Texas to play. So, you know, we still have a we have long ways to go as far as Tech is concerned. Well, the good news for Louisiana Tech is you're playing at home against Marshall and for several games now, uh, Louisiana Tech's been really tough at home. Uh, what, 6-0 and mark since uh, 2019 at home? So you rarely lose uh, when you take the home, court, uh, the home field. Well, it is. I, I think home field advantage is kind of a misnomer in football, especially basketball, I can understand. But football, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's not that much difference you know the field is still 100 feet and you know or 100 yards wide long so it's still not as much of a home field advantage i would say that it is in other sports especially with the way we're playing football this season with the social distancing the limited crowds if any depending on where you're at 
you've been around a long time. You've seen a lot of football and gone through a lot of seasons. Uh, does this season compare close to anything, or is uh, every week just a new adventure? Every week's a new adventure. We went to Brigham Young a couple of weeks ago up in Provo, Utah. Of course, they handed us our hat pretty good, but there wasn't a soul in the stadium, none, zero. We at Tech, we have a 25% limited capacity, which means we'll probably have seven or 8,000 people at the, at the game on Saturday. But the BYU game, I, I told I told some people, it was, it was kind of like doing an inter-squad game because there wasn't anybody there. Wasn't any, the band wasn't there. There wasn't any cheerleaders. There wasn't anybody in a 68,000-seat stadium except the two teams and, and the people in the press box. That was weird. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like college football. I mean, we're all great. It doesn't feel like it didn't feel like football at all. I mean, heck, high school games are more exciting than that with fans. Well, hopefully, we get a little bit more excitement between Marshall and Louisiana Tech on Saturday. And of course, uh, joining us on the program, uh, Dave Nitz. He's the play-by-play announcer for Louisiana Tech. Been there a long time. You've seen it all. Um, how good is this Louisiana Tech team? I don't really know. Just to be honest with you. Uh, you know, we've been hot and cold. I think it really depends on our, our offensive line. We've had uh, our two tackles, our two tar- starting tackles, have been out the last two weeks because of the COVID-19. And uh, Skip says that uh, he thinks they could be back this week. We won't probably know until Friday after they test for the final. They test three times during the week, which I think is a conference rule. But I, I, So we'll test again Friday, so I guess we'll know Friday whether we'll get those two guys back right now or not. So we, we really don't know at this particular point. But offensive line has been really a question mark because we lost a lot of folks on that offensive line from last year. We lost a lot in the defensive secondary. We have some young guys in the secondary who really stepped up and played quite well. And, uh, of course, two of those guys that we had in the secondary last year are now playing in the NFL, one with Kansas City and one with Oakland. So <clears throat> you miss people like that. But I think – Right now, it's you know it's really hard to tell where this team is or how what they can go. We we have a, a transfer quarterback, Luke Anthony. He transferred from uh, FCS school in uh, at Abilene Christian or out in Abilene, Texas, and he's kind of stepped up and has been the leader. Aaron Allen uh, has played quite a bit. Of course, he started the game at Marshall last year and didn't fare too well. And played actually started two games last year, and we lost both games <laughs> that he that he started in. But so I I would you know it just depends on what our offensive line can do and uh, how they can give uh, Luke uh, some protection and are also a running game with Justin Henderson and uh, Isaiah Tucker back there at the running backs. Yeah, you look at Tucker, fifth La Tech player to record multiple touchdowns in a single game this season. Is this a, a team that gets it done by committee? Does any one or two player really stand out uh, when they take that offensive side of the ball? Not really. We have about, I was looking at my charts the other day, about eight players that have caught uh, you know, multiple passes. Uh, matter of fact, a guy named Smoke Harris, has already caught 13 passes this year. Uh, you know, Adrian Hardy has caught nine passes, six passes for Isaiah Graham. Uh, Griffin Bear has caught eight passes, including two touchdown passes and, and an outstanding catch against Southern Miss that won that game. And he kept one foot down in the back end of the end zone to 
they had to go to a replay, and that was the winning touchdown in that game. So we have multiple, multiple players that can do that. Speaking of your phone, we hear it in the background right now. It is true. Country yeah. roads, almost heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's my ringtone going in the background on my cell phone. <laughs> we yeah. love it. We love it. <laughs> well, I do, too. You know, I, I tell people, I, you know, it's uh, like I told you earlier, it's, it's home for me. Uh, we had to go back about a month ago. My mother-in-law had passed away, and she lived in Barbersville. Actually, she was living with us down. She'd moved here about seven years ago, but uh, she passed away, and we had to go back to uh, to Barbersville, Huntington area, and spent three or four days for the funeral and all that. So, you know, it... Uh, it, it was good to get back, Didn't not for that reason, but it was good to get back. Yeah, we offer our condolences. Uh, right, we'd love to have you back on a, um, you know, for different reasons. But, of course, uh, it's good to get you back here, and uh, it's good that Marshall and this uh, Louisiana Tech team get to see each other, more so in basketball than football. But I would love to see this uh, football series continue because it just feels like these two teams, uh, they fit when they play each other. Uh, you know, certain teams you just have an affinity for when you play them, and I think these two teams can really develop that. Yeah, the only time that uh, Tech has beaten Marshall was in Ruston in 1942. And I'll give my age away because that was the year I was born. <laughs> and uh, uh, Marshall had to come to Ruston, and I think Tech won it 26 to nothing, I believe, or something of that score. But that was 1942 is the only time that Tech has. Well, we've only played three times. The other two times were played in Huntington. And, uh, of course, uh, people down here don't. Don't remember the where Marshall used to play at Fairfield Stadium. I, I remember that stadium quite well because I played some high school football games in that stadium. Yeah, it's a different uh, it's a different yeah. day and age. Uh, you, you play at uh, Jones C. Edwards Stadium. It's definitely not Fairfield. And uh, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. You, you, if, unless you played or you were at Fairfield, you really can't describe its unique charms. I, I guess is the best way to describe it. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the last time we were at Marshall, they were uh, uh, commemorating the, you know, the plane crash. And, you know, I go back to that. I, I lost some close friends in that. Gene Morehouse, who did the play-by-play for Marshall, was on that plane crash, or in that plane crash. And I worked for Gene at WJLS in Beckley many years ago. So he's a guy that kind of took me by the ear or the nose or the hand or whatever and kind of taught me how to do things when it comes to play-by-play and what to do and when to do it. So that was that was a tough loss for me. I was actually doing the broadcast for William & Mary at the time, and we were on our way back from uh, Charlotte. We had played Davidson that afternoon when I got the news about about the plane crash in 1970. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was tough on me just knowing that, we lost some coaches I knew and some players I think were from, on that team were from Milton. So, you know, it it hit home. It hit home. really did. How's uh, It still resonates. This uh, We're going, coming up on the 50th anniversary uh, later this year. It still resonates for people that were there and that were part of everything that happened firsthand. Oh, I think so. I, I it, it will probably live forever. I mean, uh, the way that Marshall has done it with all the memorials and all that. Matter of fact, we played in a basketball tournament oh, several years ago when Carl Malone was here at Tech. It was the Marshall Memorial Tournament basketball tournament at uh, at the Henderson Arena. So, uh, you know, they've, they've kept that memory alive, which I'm glad to see. And, 
I had a chance to visit with uh, Keith Morehouse. I think he's still doing TV in the Huntington in the Huntington Market. And uh, I told him when I met him, first met him, I said, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate what your dad did for me when I was growing up at 22 or 23 years old working in Beckley. And he said, he said it's amazing because a lot of people have told me the same thing that going through broadcasting that how Gene helped uh, you know young people to come come through the business. Keith is still on the air and uh, probably getting ready for his broadcast now, and his studios are about a block away from our studios, so uh, he's uh, he's still getting at it uh, every single day uh, doing the sports. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad to keep the that that alive. It really is. Joining us on the program, the longtime play-by-play announcer for Louisiana Tech, Dave Nitz. And, and Dave, we've talked about Louisiana Tech, but I want to get your perspective, your opinion. You've seen Marshall now a few times, I'm sure. What stood out to you, or, or what are your impressions when you look at the Thundering Herd? Well, I think the the quarterback, and I'm trying to think of his name, the redshirt freshman. Grant Wells. Uh, yeah, well, he is really surprised me. You know, a lot of times that redshirt freshman is kind of has to have some growing pains, but it looks like he's stepped in. And it almost looks like a veteran back there now. Of course, you have Brandon Knox, that running back. I mean, he's he's just a horse back there uh, to bring down. So I think those are two two of the people that Tech have to really keep their eye on what how they're going to handle that uh, from a defensive standpoint. But those are the two that really stand out in my mind. What do you think of that Marshall defense? Uh, Tavonte Beckett, oh, three takeaways, really three fumbles, one for a touchdown. Um, I thought Western Kentucky and Marshall would be a tight game, and it was nowhere close to that. Yeah, it, yeah, their defense is uh, probably well. You you know you look at the offensive line and defense too. There's a lot of seniors on those on those two sides of the wall, and that makes a lot of world a world of difference when you have seniors that have been through the wars before and know what to be able to ha- how to handle it. And I think that. That is really a big difference. That's the difference. One of the difference between the two teams, because Tech is not senior laden at all right now. We lost a lot of seniors off last year's ball club. We got a, a couple, but uh, from the defensive standpoint, we lost three linebackers and the two guys in the deep secondary. So uh, we've got some growing pains there to do. What do you think it's going to take for Tech to come out top on this one? I think we cannot make mistakes and be able to maybe score early, you know, get get ahead, get a lead early and see how Marshall handles that on that end of it, what they do when they get the ball. And I think if Tech can control the, the tempo of the game, I think that will be a lot of difference because we're not just one-sided like we have been in the past years where we pass, pass, pass. We pass a lot, no question about it. I mean, you look at us, we we average about oh, 275 yards a game passing and only 139 yards uh, rushing the football. But uh, still, you know, we are, I, th- I think we're more of a rushing team than we are a passing game right at the present time. And I think we have to set the tempo of the game early. I think that'll come into play a little bit more, maybe even force it to a point to try to maybe keep Marshall away from the ball, just keep it out of Marshall's hands by dominating the time of possession? Well, I, I, you would think so. That would be a good thing. We we thought the same thing with uh, when we we played an FCS team in, in Houston Baptist because they, they throw the ball around the ballpark like crazy. 
And I thought, and I I was talking to our offensive coordinator before the game. I said, uh, Joe Joe Sloan. I said, I guess we'll run the ball a lot today. And he said, No, look for us to pass it. So we 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 came out and matched them pass for pass and ended up sixty six thirty eight on that game. We won it. So we threw the ball around the ballpark a lot that night. And so I don't know. Uh, you know, you look at it on paper, you'd say, Oh, yeah, looks like Tech would probably run the ball a lot, but I think. A lot of times our passing game is a short passing game. It's almost like a running game, getting maybe four or five, six yards at a time. Joining us on the program, the play-by-play voice for Louisiana Tech, Dave Nitz, longtime voice for Louisiana Tech. He's going to be doing this for another, at least, what, 25 years, uh, right? Yeah, you, you said three <laughs> or four. I'm thinking 25. <laughs> yeah, I'll take three or four. <laughs> I just worry about the next game at my age. Well, the the good news is the way the schedule's been spread out, you, you can at least maybe take a day off uh, once every couple of weeks, right? You know, you, you might get a free week now and then. I'll tell you, it's crazy. Uh, you know, I told somebody the other day, I said, I'd hate to be a coach in this day and time because you don't know who you're going to have playing for you because they may test positive on this COVID-19. You don't know who you're going to play. You don't know where you're going to play. I mean, it has to drive coaches crazy right now. I don't care who who the coach is or who he's coaching. I mean, it could be Alabama, it could be Marshall, it could be Louisiana Tech. It doesn't make any difference. Joining us on the program, we appreciate his time. Dave Nitz, longtime voice for Louisiana Tech, also uh, a West Virginia boy at heart, still has country roads on his phone and uh I'm sure a lot of people are going to be, uh, at least from this area, are going to be calling you uh, just so uh, you can hear more of Country Roads this week. <laughs> well, they, they can call anytime, that's for sure. Dave, I'm sorry we can't uh, get out to Ruston for this one, but uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll get you back here, uh, back home real soon, so uh, we can go another round with Marshall and Louisiana Tech. All right. I appreciate the call, and... Uh... Good luck to you on the, on your program, too. Thank you, sir. That's Dave Nitz, the longtime voice for Louisiana Tech. Grew up in the Tri-State and uh, still has country roads on his phone. And you got to hear that. That was pretty cool. It, it was almost as if we planned it that way, to hear country roads come out on his phone. Uh, we're going to get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host for this Thursday, October 15th. Baseball action going on right now on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Bottom of the second, Houston leads Tampa Bay one to nothing. Coming up later tonight, following the Doc Holliday call-in show, it will be Atlanta and L.A. Joe, watch that game yesterday. You listened to it. They wouldn't quit scoring. Eleven runs, one inning. Really, it, it was kind of cathartic because I'm not a Braves fan to begin with. It was very cathartic to just watch that, and I enjoyed every single time that L.A. scored. 
it, it was just a thing of beauty. And, of course, we've got it for you coming up tonight. It'll be following the Doc Holiday Show right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, we went a little long with Dave, and that's okay. It was great to talk to him. So we're going to take our next break. We'll come back and we'll wrap up today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. But I do want to remind you that we are brought to you in part by FanDuel Sportsbook, and I've been telling you about their same-game parlay. What the deal is here is you get to combine multiple bets to form one single parlay. Multiple bets, one game, into a single parlay. The payouts are going to be bigger if you win. And the deal is FanDuel is going to refund the first same-game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week. It's up to $10, so you can do it every week. You can, once a week, take a shot at this. And if you win, get your winnings. If you lose, well, you're going to get, believe it or not, your money back. It's a great deal. And as I've told you, because FanDuel likes me to look at the, they like me to look, I don't know why, they like me to look at the game, and I am keep telling them, I'm taking the Bengals. This is not good advice for the listeners. I'm taking the Bengals. The Colts are favored by eight points against the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. I always take the Bengals. Promo code SWAN when you sign up so they know I sent you. Must be 21 or older. Present in Pennsylvania or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit. That expires in seven days. Max refund is $10. Terms apply. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, you want to visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. We wrap it up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. It's The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite, 877-420-TALK, always 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Coming up tomorrow on the program, we're going to take a um, one last look at this. We're going to take one last look at this Marshall-Louisiana Tech game uh, best we can. We've got high school area action to talk about. That's all coming up tomorrow on the program. Uh, we'll have the aftermath of all the MLB action from tonight. We will, of course, bring it all to you and then get you set for at least here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We will have Huntington High School football. That's coming up tomorrow, as we always have it, right here on your home of the Highlanders, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So that's all coming up tomorrow. And uh, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's program, what you want to do is go and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You will have the show delivered to you. So if you can't listen live every day, but you want to keep up, have it delivered right to your phone, your device. You got a smart speaker. You tell that speaker, I want to hear the show. Don't say it like this. You tell Alexa, you say, Alexa, play ESPN 94.1. And you can then listen to the show through that app, or you can just tell Alexa to listen to the show, and it will play it through your podcast provider, however you've got it set up. Uh, it's real easy. Don't forget, go to the website, wrbc.com. You can get the Alexa skill there, and that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow, doing it all over again here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 90.
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.